Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Good morning. It's time to get up with the Cowboys and Dak, whose play of late has been, let's face it, whack. We'll plan the attack to get CDs to meak and get all the haters to stop talking smack. Meanwhile, let's discuss the Jets while the fan base frets. The coach begets, says his group will give as good as it gets. And then finally tonight, it's Russ versus Pat. Does Denver once again fall flat or do they get right up off that mat and put an end to their QB coach spat? <laughs> All that and a whole lot more. Let's get up this night roll on Thursday. Here we go. <laughs> What do you think, Danny? A little Dr. Dre, a little Dr. Yeah, Seuss. Yeah. Which it one do you like? People who look like us have Rebecca. No, 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 no. It, it, it was like the chronic. We're it, it was like, totally yes. like the chronic. All I need to know is where's my yak? <laughs> <laughs> Trust me, we're feeling that way. Tons of football uh, to get two weeks tonight. But we got to start with the baseball last night, the Dodgers. They won over 100 games this year. Their backs were very much up against the wall in the Arizona desert. Bottom of three, no score. Lance Lynn gives up a lot of home runs. That would be the theme of last night. Crush. Look at Geraldo Perdomo getting that one. A leadoff solo homer in the third, but they were just getting started. What an inning. Two batters later, Cattell Marte. Look how deep that one is to right field. Second home run of the inning. Marte fired up. Diamondbacks a 2-0 lead. But wait, there's more. Later in the inning, Christian Walker. Ooh, that one is out in a hurry. Practice? Mm. Three, it felt like it. Three homers in the inning. Arizona's up three nothing. They can't do it again. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Gabriel Moreno was the next batter. The Diamondbacks are the first team in history with four home runs in a postseason inning. They win it 4-2. The Dodgers are the eighth team ever with 100 wins to be swept in their first playoff series. The second in two days. Mookie Betts. What? They played better. We didn't do much. I, I can't speak for all of us, but I know for sure I, I did absolutely nothing to, uh, to help us win. There's no, no, no words, for it, words for it. All right, so that series is over. This series is great. Phillies Braves. Look at that picture. Game three. Bryce Harper, let's show you what it's about after the base running blunder in game two. We're going to pick this one up in the third. This is Nick Castellanos. Gone! They would finish with two solo home runs. The Phillies would tie the game at one with that to the dismay <laughs> of Harry and all the Braves There's fans. more coming, Harry. Here it comes later in the inning. Orlando Arcia. The attaboy Harper comments. Do you think Bryce Harper forgot? Gone! That's a three-run home Look run. Look at that stadium. <laughs> Revenge is a dish that's served beef. Look at the stare down. Philly's up 4-1, bottom five. It's six. Hold on. Hold on, Harry. Harper again. Hold on, Harry. Gone! <laughs> Revenge, thy name is Bryce Harper. His first career multi-homer postseason game. The stare down once again. And the Braves are out of boy Bryce. Look at him. Staring down our seat. <laughs> Phillies win it 10-2. They take a 2-1 lead in the best of five. Bryce, how about that? Was there any motivation? I mean, anytime anybody says something, right? I mean, that's what it's all about. 
Did you enjoy staring him down? Yeah, I mean, I stared right at him. <laughs> the football players love it. The football players yes, love yeah, it. Boy, kick a dog while he's down, ladies and gentlemen. Bryce Harper and Nick uh, Castellanos, the first pair of Phillies with multiple home runs in the same playoff game. They're the fourth team in postseason history to have multiple players hit at least two in the same game. More on the baseball as we go. But now, week six starts tonight. What are we watching for? Kmart, Broncos, Chiefs in Kansas City. What are you watching? Greeny, to me, the biggest thing is Travis Kelsey. A, what's his status? He's questionable coming into this game. He was limited in practice this week. You know Travis Kelsey. If he can play, he will. But I won't believe it till I see him on the field myself. And the big question, of course, is will Taylor Swift be in the stands Obviously. to watch? D. Wood, we got the Jets and the Eagles this weekend. What are you watching for? I'm watching our boy Zach Wilson against this Philadelphia pressure that front. Listen, Jalen Carter, Hassan Reddick, those boys are coming. They coming, okay? That Philadelphia Eagles secondary, they can be exposed. How does Zach Wilson handle that pressure? Up front with the Philadelphia Eagles. Hopefully not getting flung to the ground like that. <laughs> <laughs> Seahawks and Bengals, what are you watching? You went Dr. Dre, I'll go to his boy. Well, I'm back. Joe Burrow. Last hey. week finally looked like Joe Burrow with the movement and the mobility for the first time this season. Four or five plays. That was the difference in the football game with his ability to kind of get out of the pocket and go create stuff, get the ball to Jamar Chase. Can he do it second time in a row when it comes to that stuff and find a way to beat Seattle, go to the bye three and three? We will hear from Joe a little later in the show. Meanwhile, Harry, Monday night, Cowboys Chargers, what are you watching? I think it's self-explanatory how the Cowboys respond to getting throttled on Sunday night football, 42 to 10 to the San Francisco 49ers. I've heard a lot of chatter coming out of Dallas. Don't show me or don't tell me, show me what you're made of and that you can make up for that display that you had on Sunday Night Football. Monday Night Football this time. Though. Yeah, it's a fascinating game in so many different ways. Last week in football, we had the Hackett Bowl. This week, the Kellen Moore Bowl, for whatever that's worth. The bottom line of it is, and I promised you this in the tease, if you could decipher it through all of the rhyming, <laughs> that Dan is going to explain exactly what is wrong with that Cowboys offense. The whole country, every football fan is wondering, what is wrong with the Dallas offense? Well, move a little closer to the TV. Dan, what is it? Yeah, number one, Dallas, if you're not going to use CeeDee Lamb as a number one wide receiver, trade him. Why did you take him in the first round? I'm not telling everybody that this guy is Stephon Diggs or Jamar Chase, but let's use him in that aspect. Let's move him around. Let's make sure he's getting touches. Let's create matchups for him because if you're not going to do that, there's no point in having him on your football team. Trade him now to a contender or a team and get other pieces for him. So first of all, we have to start with making sure that we treat him or try to get him the ball as a number one wide receiver. Number two, the spacing and details of your pass game are awful. That has to get fixed. If you're going to play in the West Coast offense, which is what Mike McCarthy wants to do, it is predicated on spacing, timing, and rhythm. That is not on your tape. Certainly hasn't been in the last couple weeks. So the motivation isn't to go beat the Chargers. The motivation is to go get that fixed and get people on the field that are going to consistently do that for Dak Prescott. The third thing is this. I heard Jerry Jones say this the other day. Well, I don't necessarily want to throw the ball to just CeeDee Lamb because I want to use our tight ends and backs. That's awesome. You can't do that in the NFL standstill football. It it sounds like you want ball distribution offense. I love it. You can't do ball distribution offense standstill in the league. Ball distribution offenses, Kansas City Chiefs, the Miami Dolphins, the team that just blew your doors off, the San Francisco 49ers, they don't stand still. They're moving guys around. So if this offense is going to actually – there's no way that the Cowboys can look across the field on Sunday night and be like, no, we, our offense can go do that. No, you can't. Not, not just lining up in normal formations. 
They have to get, or at least try to get the ball to CeeDee Lamb. They got to move people on offense if they're going to be ball distribution centric. And then the details and the spacing of their pass game have to get better. Let me make sure we're clear on standstill. You're talking about all that pre-snap movement, or the pre-snap motion, the stuff that they call eye candy yeah. these days. They don't do any of that. Now, they I've heard nothing. that Aaron Rodgers doesn't like that, which I go back to, again, that Mike McCarthy. Like that, That's what they did together all those years. That was right. a standstill offense. He was one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time. They made it work. What you're telling us is that they can't do what they think they want to do if they're not using some of that eye candy. Absolutely. Greeny, the only offense that's like de- like capable of doing that, I think, is Cincinnati. Mm-hmm. And even I think they should do more of it. Yep. But any offense right now, if you're going to be a ball distribution centric offense, meaning kind of get the ball out to all your different pieces, you have to move. Harry. And the reason why you want to move guys around and have eye candy and the motions and the shifts is because everyone is not the caliber of C.D. Lamb. Correct. Right? So if you have deficiencies in other players' football game, you want to create things from, from them. That's why you see these masterminds from an offensive standpoint. When you look at a Miami, when you look at a Sean McVay, and you look at all these other teams yes, being able to do it at a high level, it's because they understand that not all their guys are a Jamar Chase or a Stephon Diggs or a number one wide receiver. So you have to create that op- them open lanes for those guys to be able to get open. And, and, they treat C.D. Lamb like he's a number three wideout. They do. They don't treat him like a number one. Whether he is one of those elite wideouts or not, they don't treat him that way. They treat him like he's a yeah, number three. Yeah, you're supposed three. to binge to get your, your, your playmaker to football. So what do you see? You're an offensive lineman, D. Wood. As you analyze that Cowboys offense, which clearly has been a disappointment to this point, what do you see as the problem? What do they do to fix it? They, they line up like the, it's, it's almost an arrogance, like our guys are just better than your guys. That's what you see when you watch the Dallas Cowboys offensively. We didn't, they didn't even talk about, like, Brandon Cooks. Like, why you trade Brandon Cooks? Why you trade for Brandon Cooks? Right. You're not even using him. All you do is just run go, go routes with Brandon Cooks. Right. Like, he's more a, a diverse guy than just, you know, running go routes down the field. Or, 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 or Tony Pollard. Like, yeah. the dude is a, is a legitimate playmaker at the running back spot. You don't use him to try to create matchups. So, to me, as much as we want to talk about Dak, this is more so on Mike McCarthy and how he's able to develop a game plan and utilize his pieces. Yeah, because when you watch that after the game, the post-game interview, CeeDee Lamb, looked, they all look shell-shocked. But CeeDee Lamb is asked about the offensive identity of the team, and he's like, yeah, I don't know what, what we are. And Mike McCarthy and the players and Dak and CeeDee talked about how this offense under Mike McCarthy's play calling was going to be aggressive. And we said, okay. Now, a few days ago, they get beat by the 49ers, and Mike McCarthy is saying, you know, we want to score as many points as other people, but make no mistake about it. Like, we play to our defense. Like, that's the strength of our team. You know, so it, so I, I, it is a strength, but we also but – the messaging just seems very a, different from what they set out. Here's the problem. You talk about you play – I don't care what Dallas has on defense. They're not holding down at San Francisco. Well, I know that. Tell Mike they're not hold, Don't tell me. Like, tell Mike McCarthy. That's why, like, this whole notion of Kellen Moore, you know, they dispensing of Kellen Moore getting them out there, yeah. you know, him getting fired from the Dallas Cowboys, ultimately was a big mistake because that offense under Kellen Moore was much more diverse, much more explosive, and it was scoring a lot more points. The point that he's been making, that you've said this twice to me, including this past Monday, the Cowboys are front runners, which means to say they're built to play with the lead. That's when that defense can get, get going and get crazy. When that defense has to sort of play honest, if they're playing from behind, 
then they're, they're a good defense, but they're not that super crazy, you know, getting after the quarterback thing. And against good teams, they've not, and frankly, Arizona may not even be that good of a team. They've not been able to get that lead with their offense. They absolutely miss Trayvon Diggs. Yeah. Yes. And they still have to figure out how good they are going to be without him. Yeah. Here's the thing when it comes to the, the Cowboys offense. I don't know if you guys have seen it. Have you seen the Fred Warner piece where he's talking about – do you remember the play? It's, it's the mesh play on third down the other night when Fred Warner, like, stops the pass and then goes and sacks Dak Prescott. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Fred Warner's talking about, I knew exactly what was coming before the play. Mm. The number one thing you can't be in offense is predictable. predictable. Yeah. You, there's, I don't care if you want to play to the strength of your defense. I, I get all that. You can still be unpredictable offensively and still play to the strength of your defense. You know, I came on Monday morning, Greeny, and I was like, this is the worst performance I've seen during Dak's tenure as the Cowboys. And it wasn't just a Dak thing. Dak didn't play good. But it was, in totality, just a massive disappointment. And when other teams know more than likely what is coming – you don't have much of a chance for success. Super quick. Yeah, super quick. Isn't that why Mike McCarthy got let go in Green Bay? Because it's stale play calling. Ultimately. Stale play calling. It's stale. It's, it's stale. Listen, I mean, the only piece of good news for the Cowboys is there's a lot of season left, so a lot of time yes. to try and figure this out. As we continue, let's talk about another offense. Are there major concerns in Baltimore? What's the quarterback got to do to get this thing going in the right direction? Plus, it is the move that is sweeping the nation. <laughs> Boys of the week. This is the best. <laughs> it is taking over. That boy bad is next. <laughs> <laughs> Delicious, meat nutritious, and the snack that packs a real protein punch. Wonderful pistachios, one of the highest protein nuts out there. Each one-ounce serving has 6 grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value. Wonderful pistachios also come in a variety of flavors and sizes, perfect for enjoying with family and friends or taking them with you on the go. And you're on the go a lot, taking the kids to school, hopping from meeting to meeting, shopping for groceries. Well, the good news is, not only are wonderful pistachios a complete protein, providing all nine essential amino acids, they're also great for all your adventures. So whether you're a pistachio purist who loves cracking open every nut, or you prefer the convenience of no-shells pistachios, Wonderful Pistachios has got you covered. Grab Wonderful Pistachios and elevate your snacking game today. Visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more. Two guys drove to work. Neither guy wore a seatbelt. One guy got a ticket. One guy didn't. The same two guys drove home. One guy wore his seatbelt. One guy didn't. One guy made it home. The guy not wearing his seatbelt didn't. Don't risk it. Click it or ticket. Paid for by NHTSA. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. 
Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Get Up is brought to you by the new series Goosebumps, premiering tomorrow, Friday the 13th, on Hulu and Disney+. Plus. All right, hit it. Man, that boy bad. Oh, no, 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 no. Man, that boy bad. That boy bad. Boom. Oh, oh, damn, Greeny. That boy bad. Boom. Right in the bread basket. My goodness, Greeny. <laughs> it's like taking candy from a baby. Oh, That's my goodness. Watch it, watch it. Come here. Oh. I'm going. Oh, my goodness. That boy bad. Let's do it again. That boy bad. It is quite literally <laughs> sweeping the nation. A little later, we're going to judge all of the That Boy badge that we've been getting all over the place. I've been working on mine. You have to unbutton the unbutton jacket. Unbutton the jacket. i got to unbutton it. Give you a little space. That boy bad. Oh, I feel pretty good about it. Uh, all right, Greedy. Hey, Greedy. Boy bad. Boy <laughs> Hey, I'm working on it. I'm working on it. All right, you do it. All right, number one on the list this week. Up in Mizzou, LSU quarterback Jaden Daniels. First touchdown pass to Smith Jr. Unbelievable. Then this 35-yard run. Oh, my goodness. If he's not on your Heisman watch list, you better borrow Greeny's glasses because they got a lot of damn medicine in it because we know that boy bad. Then he scrambles to the left, finds Malik Neighbors, and then right here, final touchdown, four touchdowns total. You want to know why? You want to know why, Dio? Bad boy, bad. Then we're gonna go number two on the list. We're gonna go this guy, Fred Warner. He's coming on my radio show today. Fred and Harry, 3 p.m. and 7 p.m. Oh, uh, Eastern time, ladies and gentlemen. But that boy, bad. Look at Fred Warner. Watch him. Watch him cover the drag route. Watch him go sack the quarterback. He had a sack. He had a forced fumble. He had an interception. He led the team in tackles. They're gonna interception right there. Fred Warner. My goodness, that boy, bad. Now we're gonna go to number three, Greeny. Oh my goodness. This man said he's 7-Eleven. He's always open. He told no lies. When he was in his mother's womb, it came out. Damn it, he should have been double teamed at that moment. It should have been DBs and doctors right there double team him because he's always wide open. Now, how does he get this wide open? It doesn't matter, Joe Burrow. Get him the damn football. Shout out to Keyshawn. Get him the damn ball. Look at this touchdown right here. Three touchdowns, 15 catches, 192 yards, three tubs. Why? Because that boy bad, ladies and gentlemen. Outstanding. Now, a little bit later, we're going to judge oh, some of the that boy bads that we've been getting, and we'll tell you how you can become a part of America's fastest-growing segment. In the meantime, we talked about how Jamar Chase caught everything. The Ravens couldn't catch a cold on Sunday. Here's their quarterback, Lamar Jackson, talking about all the drops. It's self-explanatory. I don't need to say anything. Those guys, you know, they feel how I feel. You know, they want to make a play. Um, we haven't had that before. You know, it was the first time it happened. It happened in a rival game, you know, where we didn't want it to happen. Um, but I, I, I believe our guys locked in right now, and they're they going to they gonna be better. So will I. All right, so they'll be in London this weekend to play the Titans. And, and this was – why are you smiling at me like that? I know, I know my dancing is bad. <laughs> no, 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 you hit it, man. Like, I'm proud of you, bro. Anyway, I did the best I could. Here's the point. <laughs> I want to talk about this offense because all offseason I said the most interesting thing in the league is going to be what that offense looks like with Odell, mm -hmm. with this rookie everybody loves, with the new offensive coordinator. Mm -hmm. And Rashad Bateman being healthy. Well, yes. he's never healthy, but that's a whole other thing. What do we think? What 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 so far is the prognosis, Kmart? I mean, well, it's to it's a grade of incomplete so far. I think the issue for the Ravens is consistency and availability. 
because they've had a lot of injuries. The wide receiving court, that's what I was so excited about. Just like you, Greeny, I thought this is going to be it because Lamar has been the quarterback who's been asked to do so much with so little, right, from a wide receiving standpoint. He finally has reinforcements. People are injured. They can't stay healthy. And when they finally are on the field, they can't catch anything. (laughs) And Lamar is great at saying, you know what, I don't need to say anything to them. They know they need to be better. But it is hard to gauge what this Todd Munkin offense is supposed to look like when the guys haven't been on the field together very much. And when they are on the field, I don't know. I know Rex was really upset about the rugby balls and catching rugby balls when the football is hit. But but it's unfortunate because the thing that excited us has, has been disappointing Look, so far. the Ravens have won all five of their games this year. The problem is they just won two of them for the other team. I mean, yes. that, that, that's legitimate <laughs> yeah. the situation. Yeah. So, so, I mean, D. Wood, is this, she said, incomplete. Yeah. Are, are you confident this thing is going to get where we all thought it might? Yes, I do. I do. A lot of, listen, self-inflicted is what I describe the Baltimore Ravens right now, particularly on offense. When you have that, come on, eight drops in a game, like, how often does that happen in the National Football League when you got guys that can't catch a cold on, on – you know, they gave that game away against the Pittsburgh Steelers. So, I think Todd Monk and this offense are going to work things out. They got the players to do it. Mm-hmm. A lot of these guys haven't been available. When you're not available, you don't have the rhythm that you're supposed to have, have offensively. So, uh, I'm not worried about them. I'm not as confident as I wish I was. I think the Ravens are a really good team that have given me reason to doubt how great they can be this year. And I hate saying that. So, number one, this is not on Lamar. I've, I've heard people kind of say, like, are they getting enough out of Lamar? Yes. Last, last week, there's another 200 yards left on the field and three touchdowns. Right. I doubt them in some ways because of that, though. I, I doubt them because I've been waiting for, like, three years now for, for that level of consistency to show up. And while they are playing good football, Greeny, they have given away two games. Yeah. How many other teams in the AFC do we feel that way? The Bills gave away week one, haven't done it since. So it's like everyone asks, where are the Ravens? A really good football team, but it's hard for me to truly place them into that conversation of the Kansas Cities and the Miami and the Buffalo in the AFC because of the, is Odell going to be healthy? Is Bateman going to be healthy? Is, is Zay Flowers going to take that next step? Is Ronnie Stanley going to be healthy and get to that level? Are they not going to give games away with late, late turnovers? That's, and that's, I don't have those questions about those other teams. I want to absolutely buy in and believe that they are who I thought they were going to be this offseason. I can't get there right now. Yeah. Work. The self-inflicted wounds are what's really bothering me right now. When I watched that game against Indy, whether it was a snap, whether it was a fumble, whether it was... You know, Lamar Jackson and not Zay, Fly- Zay Flowers not being on the same page when it came to man a zone. Yes. When it was third downs and certain things are happening because everyone isn't in unison on the same page. And then I looked at that game against the Pittsburgh Steelers. Literally, the Baltimore Ravens have opened the door for the Cincinnati Bengals because that's two games. That right. This team literally should be 5-0 right now. Yeah. Right. But I would say this. Lamar Jackson can't throw it and catch it. Right. I know a lot of people want to blame Lamar, but my goodness, if the – and I said this on radio when I called the Ravens and Browns game. Mm-hmm. As long as Lamar Jackson's on the football field, the Ravens have a chance. No doubt. When well, he's that. not on that football field, I don't give them any chance whatsoever. Because that defense is playing outstanding right now. But as far as guys dropping passes, listen, I've been there before. I've been there in practice. I've been there in games. you got to get back to the fundamentals. you got to get back to the basics. And one of the, thing, one of the things I do know, you can't be catching a rugby ball. Because a rugby ball is different from a football. football. Exactly. <laughs> and, and listen, I love rugby. I, I, I travel with the USA, USA Rugby 7s girls, women's, and, and men's team. 
But you can't, if you're playing football, catch a run. The wide football. receivers got to get on the field and they got to catch the ball. If they do that for a string, then the Ravens can get into that conversation. Yep. We'll see. We'll leave it at that for the moment. We've got a lot more quarterbacks to talk about as we continue today. Coming up next, people tell me that Russ is cooking. I'm not 100% sure I see it that way. Danny is going to convince me I'm wrong. I'm looking forward to it next. We're jam-packed this morning. Get up on ESPN. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Back on Get Up, bottom of the hour. Time for QB Quick Reads with our QB, Dan Orlovsky. Danny, is Jalen Hurts back in MVP form? Yes. One, because they didn't have to play in torrential downpours. And two, the protection and the connection with Dallas Goddard was awesome. And then A.J. Brown. You go back to thinking this offensive line provides pockets for Jalen Hurts that are just so rare. And then his that throw right before the half is off the charts. And then the one-hander to A.J. Brown. I want them to get the ball to Devontae Smith just a little bit more. But the protection and Goddard and A.J. Brown, it was there for Jalen Hurts. It seemed like they, they were intentional about getting the ball to Dallas Goddard yeah, last week. Early in the game. Early in the game, yeah, absolutely. Is he back in MVP form? Do you what? Is he the MVP right now, Jalen No, he's Hurts. not the MVP. No, 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 no. no. Like Brock Purdy, to me, is, is, is the MVP. There's a couple quarterbacks that I would probably hmm. place above Jalen Hurts, but Jalen Hurts is ascending right yeah. now. Hopefully not this weekend against the Jets. Meantime, <laughs> he just mentioned Brock Purdy. Dan, is Brock Purdy an elite quarterback. Absolutely. I mean, I said this for two weeks now. He's changed Kyle Shanahan's offense. This stretch is why. Third and four gets completion. Holding penalty becomes third and 14. Instead of throwing a screen, which is what Kyle usually does, he throws a massive inbreaker to Debo Samuel. Kyle Shanahan changes the way he calls games because of Brock Purdy's ability to make the right decision. He has more trust in Brock Purdy than any quarterback that he's ever had. And this offense is very dynamic under it because the ball gets never gets given to the other team and it's always going to the right spot. Harry, is, is San Francisco's offense the most dangerous in the whole NFL? I'm going to go yes, and it starts with Brock Purdy. You talk about a guy that's completing 72% of his passes. Dan just mentioned he doesn't give it to the other team. But you look at Kyle Shanahan, an elite play caller, and the way He's calling games for Brock Purdy and allowing him to be himself. But they have what I call it players, a handful of guys that can yeah. do 
multiple different things on the football field. When you look at Kyle Juszczyk, George Kittle, also Debo Samuel and Christian McCaffrey, that says a lot. And then I want to talk about one more player, and that's Russell Wilson. Dan, you and I talked about it a little bit on Monday, and I want you to go through sure. it. How would you describe the way he is playing right now? Playing really good. Three reasons why. Number one, the play-action pass screen game. That Sean Payton's, it's a staple. So you get the formation into the boundary, you clear it out with the routes, and then you've got one-on-one with the back, and their backs have become really good pass catchers, and their offensive line's got a pretty good feel for it. They need to hit that tonight against Kansas City. Number two, Jerry Judy at the number three spot. That's the wide receiver closest to the ball. It gives him route running flexibility. Two-way goes. They got the receivers up at the top. They kind of lock down defenders and then see that route. You know, Harry knows this. When you get a two-way go, the route running becomes primary. Jerry Judy's really good at that. I want to see that more. That's something that they've done really well for Russell Wilson. And then Marvin Mims, their second-round pick out of Oklahoma, has become their big play guy. Eight-man protection. This is the only way that they have the time to throw the ball downfield. It's something that Russell's very comfortable with. Bottom of the screen, Sutton takes the low defender. And then Mims, for that big field post, Russell Wilson takes the shot downfield. He's become a little bit like his Tyler Lockett was when he was in Seattle. So, Russell Wilson is very much so playing the way that I expected him to play this year. Maybe just a little bit better. The screen game's been there. He's used his legs. He's gotten the ball to the backs. Jerry Judy at that number three spot because I think, again, that gives him that two-way go. And then Marvin Mims down the field has absolutely shown up. That pass to Judy you showed was on a third and 14, by the way, in a critical spot in the game. So that was good. I, 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 I Once again, I defer completely to your expertise in all of this. When I watch them play, and I, one of the things that you have to take into account is their defense has been so historically bad. Their defense has given up 21 touchdowns and forced 10 punts. They're the worst in the National Football League right now. By far. They're on pace to being one of the worst in history. But that sort of skews things. What I was expecting to see, and, and again, this is why I think it's so valuable for someone like you to be able to explain this, because I can't be the only one who feels like I'm seeing this, is that it does not look in rhythm. Like, you showed a bunch of good plays there. Yes, those were good plays. Sure. But as you watch over the course of a game, it feels like they're like, constantly, he's constantly like one, two, three, the ball's not coming out. He's running around like a chicken with his head cut off. It doesn't look comfortable to me. Not as much he doesn't look good as he doesn't look comfortable, which was really what I meant on Monday. Am I seeing that wrong? No, I, I would say it's probably at like a six and a half, seven out of ten right now when you're looking to see what it exactly looks like. Number one, their offensive line is not a very good unit. The pass protection is not consistent. Two, Russell Wilson, he just isn't a get-it-out-quickly type of thrower. And, and so you're trying to get him to do that a little bit more. It's not who he is. Mm. And so you're living in this world of trying to create that consistent rhythm. It's not there, but Russell Wilson is significantly better than he was last year. So, in fairness to Russell, his numbers against Patrick Mahomes are essentially identical. We can put that up, Except Russell has two less interceptions Mm -hmm. than Mahomes. That being said, Russell is being paid, and the amount of money given to Russell, the amount of players given up for Russell, the amount of draft picks given up for Russell – He's, he's supposed to take a team where, hey, man, if they're injuries, he's supposed to overcome injuries. He can't overcome a, a, a terrible defense. But when we look at the quarterbacks in the NFL, what can you, everything's not going to be easy. Everything's not going to be perfect. So how do you elevate your squad? And what you're looking at in Russell is a guy who won four games last year with Nathaniel Hackett. 
The record right now is worse with Sean Payton than it was with Nathaniel Hackett at this point last year. And you are paying a guy to be a difference maker. So the same rubric that we have for Lamar and Josh Allen and these Joe Burrows and, and all these guys that are asked to be upper echelon dudes, if you're going to get paid, Jack, if you're going to get paid, then compensate for the deficiencies. And so when you say it's not in rhythm, when you say it's a work in progress, but also Russell, how do you make this team, how do you elevate this team above the holes and deficiencies that they have? And that's what we're not always seeing. I mean, they're one in four. Listen, the, the beauty of football is, like, you're only as good as the guys you're playing next to, right? Yeah. It's hard for, like, I don't care, I don't care who you have back at court. You got Joe Montana or whatever. It's hard to elevate a team with that bad of a defense. Offensive line stinks. It's just hard. I think when we talk about Russell Wilson, everything is in comparison to what the compensation was for what the, is it for the contract. What is it supposed to be about? What do you mean what it's supposed to be about? We, I mean, are we – what's the true – what's the true expectation? What's the true expectation? That is the question. What Kmart is saying, I believe, if I may, Kmart is saying – when you give up what they gave up to get him and you're paying him what you're paying him, yep. the expectation go is not just to be go good. There. We can go there, Daniel. Where do you want to go? Oh, what's, wait, wait a minute. But what's the, what's, the, what, what's the real expectation here, guys? Like, we got to have a serious the and honest is, conversation why, why here. Why did the Jets bring in Aaron Rodgers? To win a Super Bowl. Right. Why did the Broncos bring in Russell Wilson to win a Super Bowl? Okay, like, now look at look at now look at where the defense was last year compared to this year. Why is that? that? Uh, I mean, uh, that's okay. That's coaching. That, okay, that's coaching. The defense is giving up thirty six a game. The offense is scoring twenty six a game. Here, here's my thing with I said this before the year. It feels like people are just like I, if I had to pick one player in the NFL that I want to fail. So no. he, here's what I'm saying. We cannot hold Russell Wilson to the standard of what is your performance like given what we gave up to get you and how much we pay you and not do it with other quarterbacks. Wait, we, no, 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 no. I'm saying it should be consistent. But we don't. No. Well, who don't we do it with? We didn't do it with the guy who played on Sunday night. Dallas? Absolutely. Oh, I think we do. I, Sir. No. I Sir. Think we, I, I think we talk pretty – Sir. We talk more about Dak – how many times have Dak I said Dak is whack? No, is I'm not, this doesn't have to become about Dak Prescott or the Cowboys. We don't do it with certain guys. And we do it – like, we hold Russell to this as we should. I'm a believer that it's okay for us to talk about quarterbacks in relation to what we pay them or the expectation. But we don't do that with other guys. We don't we – we're not doing it with Andrew Jones this year. We're not. Uh, you're talking about are. the big apple turnover? We're not. Yes, I have. No, we're not. What? No, we're not. There like, hasn't uh, been no Danny Dimes. He's been the big apple turnover. I said it before the season, and that's what he's been this season. Sorry, Devin Kane, Shannon Penn, my producers on ESPN Radio. But the, but the quarterback, Daniel Jones, has not been good this year. So, so he, he just he, hasn't. He, here, here's the point. If, if we could sort of try and streamline the conversation. There's three different ways we could judge Russell Wilson. We could judge whether he's playing well, the good, as you said, probably is. We could judge whether or not it is reasonable to say he's not supposed to be good. He's supposed to be great. He's supposed to be elite. He's supposed to be outstanding. And the third thing is, I, I do think quarterbacks are judged that way. Go. I mean, but listen, it, it, like, you, Dan, you talked about the, the, the Denver Broncos offense is averaging 26 points per game. It's pretty good. Okay? That's pretty good. What if, what if the Denver Broncos defense, they had the defense from last year? You know what the Broncos, they would be undefeated they probably. They would be three and two. They would be at three. Worst. At, at worst. Because they got 70 hung on them. Like, we, so. like, like we I just feel like, I just feel like there's some, there's, I just feel like, there's a lot of there's a lot of hate going towards like unnecessary hate going towards Russell, Russell Wilson see, right I, now. I don't have hate towards Russell. It's right. just when you do give up a lot of compensation, draft compensation for a quarterback that you felt like 
your team was a quarterback away and it doesn't look like that, then, yeah, I got to hold, hold him accountable for that. But what does it not look, look like? like. He, he, what, do we, you, what do we expect in here? How, how many points were they just down to go against the Jets to try to go tie the game up and win? Like, they were down three. Yeah, okay, down three. what happened? He fumbled. He turned the ball over. Okay. Uh, Harry, yeah. here's my thing. Oh, boy. Like, oh, boy. And the coach yelled at him coming out of the sideline saying he should have dumped it off to somebody. I don't know. I mean, it's final word, Danny. Go. Russell Wilson is doing everything that he should be doing given what's around him to play winning football. It is a team game. If Russell Wilson had a yeah. bad defense, they would be three and two. If he had a bad defense. That's the standard for these court. We should be looking at them all the same. No, okay. no, you should be looking at them in a group of how much they're making. Right. Those guys, those guys that are highly compensated, that's how we should be judging them. I agree with you. Look at them on the compensation, so, but I don't think it's about hate. But we do judge Lamar. We do ju- judge so, Dak. So, we, like, we so now we expect Russell Wilson to overcome a historically bad, bad <laughs> defense. Is that what we're talking about now? Is that, is that what we're talking about here? A lot of quarterbacks would be one and four in Denver. You know what, what, what have Russ did this year that's splashy to y'all? You know what would be a great show? If everyone could hear our producer in my ear, who has been saying 30 seconds to me for the last four and a half minutes. And I'm doing everything I can, Artie. I'm doing everything I can. All right, we will take a short break. And then we will come back with more. What's next? Oh, my green list. I'm going to give you the five things that have surprised me the most this season in the NFL. You'll never guess what's number one. That's on the way. Get up on ESPN. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network. All lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. Fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence, knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. 
Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Back on Get Up. And are you aware that Harry Douglas is a sensation? He's doing that boy bad, and now everybody is. What up, Greeny? Yeah. That boy bad. Say what? That boy bad. <laughs> that boy bad. You want to do it again? That boy bad. That boy bad. That boy bad. That boy bad. Okay. Oh, he's so, ready. We like a match one. Two and three. We're going to cast our vote for who we think did the best that boy bad here. And, boy, I'm really having a tough time making up my own no, mind. Easy choice. No. Right, everybody, easy throw call. it up. Go ahead. Throw your votes up there, and let's see what everybody says. Ooh. Are we all threes? Oh, D-Wood went with no. it. Can we get a one-shot? Oh, D-Wood. Can we get a one-shot at D-Wood? At that age, I'm doing that. Yo, my man came ready with the binoculars and the hit and the thrusting. He looked closer to Greeny than anybody else. Yeah. I, I, I love that. Look at the guys. Hold on. Look at the guys in the background walking up, too. D-Wood. D-Wood, why'd you choose this guy? Look, you look at the hip. He's he smooth with it. You know what I'm saying? Like, he's smooth with it. Like, old man look like he, man, he brought the bus a top. Just like, like, yeah. My man right here is smooth. So, if you would hey, like to be a... from Texas got seven kids like you. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he, yeah, he probably does. He probably does. If you yeah. would like to be a part of That Boy Bad, oh my God, tweet bad. your That Boy Bad videos at us. Use at GetUpESPN. You Just made it. Harry, we are Harry. at GetUpESPN. Tweet us your That Boy Bad videos and see if next week. Number one guy, you you're the naked. youngest and you were the worst. No, he wasn't the worst. He was? And he said my name, so I liked it. <laughs> <laughs> and he was like Jack Harlow. So. Next up, guys, here we go. This is today's green list. My top five, this, that, or the other, as determined by me and exclusively me, the world's foremost authority on all matters. We have played five weeks of football this season. I'm going to give you the top five things that have genuinely surprised me so far. Number five, Brock Purdy is genuinely great. I will confess, I went into the season thinking he was good and was being carried by an outstanding coach and an outstanding team. I was wrong. Brock Purdy is a genuinely elite NFL quarterback. Dan just said he has elevated this team beyond where I thought they could be. He's right now the leading candidate for MVP. Number four, I by no means thought I'd be saying this. C.J. Stroud might be the best rookie quarterback we've ever seen. He walked into a situation that no one would describe as outstanding, and he has genuinely been sensational. He's been elite. He has elevated the people around him. C.J. Stroud has surprised me with just how good he's been. Number three, Denver's defense. Give me a break. Who in the world saw this coming? I don't know that I thought they'd be the 85 Bears, but they genuinely might be the worst defense of all time. And to the argument that we just had about Russell Wilson, the one thing I'll give Russell is he doesn't have a fighting chance. That defense is unimaginably bad. Number two, the Patriots have cratered. They have imploded. I did not see that coming. I thought they might finish last, but competitively so, in a really good division. They may finish last in the entire AFC because they stink. They're terrible on offense. Their defense is banged up. I'm stunned at how bad they are. But finally, at number one, if you had told me the most talked-about person in the National Football League this year was going to be Taylor Swift, I would never have believed you. But in what could only be described as marketing genius, her film opens coast-to-coast today, and she has just been sitting up there getting millions of dollars in free publicity for her because she is just flat that smart. 
Taylor Swift is number one. The Patriots are number two. The Denver defense is three. C.J. Stroud is four. Brock Purdy is five. Those are the top five things that have surprised me through five weeks of football. Kmart, what has surprised you the most? Rainey, I actually believe that the Jets could have nice things. I allowed myself to believe it, and now I know that not to be true. I, I thought this was the year, Greeny. I thought, I thought, I thought you'd be prancing around in the Aaron Rodgers, take it out the case, prance around every Monday because this was going to be the year. And and now I realized I was I was wrong. I was wrong for thinking that you would be happy September through February. So I apologize. Mm-hmm. I see all the other ones up there, but the only one I want to talk about is Kmart's. <laughs> I mean, you know, just when, just when things start going back in the right direction, right? Zach is finally looking like he's kind of getting it. Now we lose Elijah Vera Tucker. It's impossible to believe. D. Wood, what are the way? It's like we're cursed. It is a curse. It, we are cursed. It is the, literally the last thing in the world the team could afford after the, the Achilles injury to Rodgers at the beginning. I mean, I, I don't know what it is. I, I, I have prayed to the jersey all year long, and it is take, <laughs> steering me wrong. D-Wood, we've now lost our best offensive lineman. What in the world is going on? D-Wood got to play. Do, do we need another therapy session? Yes. Yeah, okay. Can you suit up? My daughter's I, room is still empty. Come I'm not trying to embarrass myself out there. Right? I'm already on a bad Achilles right now. Yeah. I'm true. not trying to reach there. That thing what did they do? It's just, it's just like, it's, how far we try and climb up that mountain? They just keep throwing us back down. <laughs> Let's just say that they're hardening themselves for the rest of the season. Oh, that's a good way of spinning it. <laughs> yeah, well, hey, I don't know what else adversity to tell you. I don't, Adversity makes you tougher, okay? Greeny's had enough Greeny. adversity. I'm sweating just yeah. thinking about this. Can, can this team, the New York football Jets, play competitively enough to make a playoff run, can they be in this thing in December, And which would mean that maybe, just maybe, Aaron Rodgers could make a miraculous comeback, save them, and do something unprecedented? Yeah, the season looks a little bit like the bottom of your shoe did. Just chipped a little bit because of those injuries. I don't know anybody that has those expensive shoes and they look like they just walked over hot coals, but um, we got to figure out who this offense is without ABT. This is a run game that had become top five in the NFL. It's not going to be that without Elijah Vera Tucker. So you got to think that I would say this. I'll caution the Jets coaching staff again. You try to baby the quarterback last week. Now he made some big time third down throws. If you continue to go into games and think run, run, pass, run, run, pass, run, run, pass, it's not sustainable. You have to be aggressive. When you play Philly, Philly is going to – they have started to line up and play more man coverage, and they've started to bring more pressure. They're trying to create one-on-ones for Jalen Carter. If you guys try to just line up and run the football and ask this kid to be really good on third down again, it just is not sustainable. So I think they got to have that mindset of aggression on early downs, and if the young man throws an interception or two, defense, you guys got a gajillion dollars into you or a bunch of high picks for a reason. So do I think they can – I feel less confident of about, about it now because of the AVT injury. I got to see what that offense is. I think he's a very good offensive lineman. And that's the thing this week. Playing the Philadelphia Eagles, we know their pass rushers, they're going to be haunting. You don't have Vera Tucker in that lineup. I'm waiting to see what's the plan going to be from Nathaniel Hackett. Because you're not going to get a lot of possessions against no. the Eagles. The Eagles own the football. So you've got to be aggressive. 
Okay. You did not do your job of cheering this man up. Can we no. show the bottom of your shoes again? Yeah. Do you sure. need a raise to get a new pair or something? Yeah, Does sure. you need a raise? Yeah. That's just what everybody thinks is I don't make enough money. It looks like my face. <laughs> it looks like my face when I was you a talk teenager. about flex. We'll get that fixed. Flex in his greatest form. <laughs> okay. Well, what, Artie, talk to me again. I'm sorry. Everyone. Oh, WNBA Finals. He just said, give me liberty or give me death. Liberty versus Aces. Game two last night. Uh. The first one was close, and then the, the Aces pulled away. This time, the Aces pulled away immediately. First quarter. Here we go. Kelsey Plum for the three. Just getting started. Aces by seven. Still in the first quarter. Jackie Young. Give me three more. Aces lead it 17 to 2 right out of the gate. Three minutes to play now. In the first, Aces way ahead. Still looking to put it up. Wilson, give and go. Up and good. Aces pulling away. This one never competitive. That's Wilson with a gorgeous layup there. Aces go on to roll. 104-76. They take the commanding 2-0 lead in the WNBA Finals. All right, coming up, how does Dak bounce back from an awful loss last week? Is Monday night's game a must-win for the Cowboys? We will do that, and then we'll do this. Here we go. Harry, come on, Harry. Sneaky Hembo, your beloved Braves. Bryce Harper hit two last night. Who's the only number one pick in baseball history with more postseason home runs than Harper's 14? The answer's next. Get up on ESPN. The only... 